Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So it's been a year now and as a society, we're still dealing with this pandemic. 13 dirty months. It's, it's like the longest event I can recall that's like changed people's lives ever. The longest crap show in recent history. And I'm ancient. So for me to say that is something. You're not so ancient that you lived through the Spanish flu dingus. But you know, now, now they're talking about the vaccinations and how everyone should go get vaccinated. And the general argument is that it's so that you can protect other people's health. But like, I use you as an example when I talk to people because you have asthma. Okay. Uh-huh. So we, of course, will not go and stay at a, at a club or anything that allows smoking. Unless I'm very well prepared. Because if we do that, you have a bad asthma attack. Or a rodeo. And during flu season, we use hand sanitizer a lot. Well, now we use it all the time, but we use it a lot. Right. And we stay away from malls and crowded places. We just do. Because, again, asthma, yeah. you don't want to get the flu, turns into really terrible, potentially pneumonia. pneumonia. Okay? So, what I'm getting at is, we don't go on TV and say, now, Nobody go to the mall because I'm going to the mall and you better not smoke at that club because I'm going to that club and I need you to take care of my health. No, what we do is we take care of our health. Right. It's my job to make sure I don't get sick and die. Just like it's my job to watch what I eat so that I don't get 600 pounds and die. Exactly. And for whatever reason, like, like none, of this, none of this stuff makes sense and we can talk about the vaccine thing another time. But all I'm going to say is, I don't understand why they keep telling everybody to get vaccinated, and yet they tell people that even if a whole group of you are vaccinated, you should not be gathering together still. Right. So then what the hell good is the vaccine? I don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. So what the hell's the point? If nothing's going to go back to normal, what the heck's the point? But what I want to know is, what happened to society that now they think that I should be taking care of their health? They became socialists. I mean... When you go in the, in the grocery store, I'm going to use this as an example. I would use Costco, but we hate Costco customers, so we'll just use <laughs> the grocery store. And you go in the grocery store, and you walk through that grocery store, and you see all sorts of people, right? Right. you are also shopping. Do you ever say to yourself, oh, that's a vulnerable person? I mean, do you no. really even have a way of knowing? I mean, obviously, you could look at them, and they could be 95 years old, and you could think that. But beyond that, do you really have a way of telling? Do you want to know what I do at the grocery store? I get my groceries, I make eye contact with as few people as possible, and I leave. Because you're taking care of your own health. And I don't care about any of the other people do you remember? There. Do you remember at the start of all of this, 
um, they were saying that it could live on surfaces for a really long time. Yeah, and people were Lysoling so, their and groceries. What, what, what did I do? I got us gloves. Right. And we wore those gloves until such time as the science, as they like to call it, told us that it doesn't live on surfaces for a really long time. Which was time. about a week. And did I ever once say, oh, the grocery store should be sanitizing before I touch that thing? No. I took the responsibility from my own health, and I grabbed gloves, put them on my hands, and went into the store. All I can remember is, like, we moved into this place. And then it got to be like Monday after we'd moved in and we were out of food because, you know, you purge, you purge everything impossible when you're moving. Nobody expected a global pandemic. And then we tried to go to the grocery store and all we could buy was those like weird lean cuisine things that were <laughs> and like a riced cheesy cauliflower dish thing that was super gross. Yeah, it, it, but, but, but back to the health thing. I mean, I don't know what that has to do with health, but okay, you, you went off I, on your little tangent. Yeah, you're entitled. Okay. I do it all the time. Don't judge me. <laughs> but- well, what does that have to do with it? I don't get it. It's you talked about blew, grocery stores blew and my pandemics. Mind. But, but in any event, the point is you don't have any way of identifying who's vulnerable. So how can you exactly protect other people's health? You can't. You've already made that point. And the reality would be yep. if you're, I don't know, immune immunocompromised, like if you had an autoimmune disease, you would need to be the one making sure that you don't go to crowded places and that right. you definitely keep your distance from people and that sort of thing. And I would imagine that you would be the perfect candidate for using grocery delivery services and food delivery services because you don't want to come in contact with other humans. But I'm also going to tell you that I would imagine those people have already been doing that before any of this happened, just like we were. Right. And... If you're, if you're real about it, we haven't changed a thing about our approach because we've always looked out for our own health. The only change is that previously you used to do the grocery shopping during flu season and I would stay in the car or stay at home. And now Instacart does the grocery shopping. Yeah, it's really the only difference. And I kind of like that because let them get out there and pick the groceries for us. Right. It costs a little bit more money. But again, protecting your own health is worth it. And by a little bit more, quite literally is the tip you give the delivery driver. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's it's, it's not bad. It's not. It's $10 a month. Yeah. It's, it's just really nothing. <laughs> and this whole concept of protecting other people's health, like, okay, what did they tell us when we first started wearing the masks? You wear the mask to protect the other person. Okay. And what I really like is the people who say, well, a surgeon wears a mask. Why does a surgeon wear the mask? Well, yeah, a surgeon's cutting open a body. And he doesn't want to spit into their open spit cavity. Into their open cavity. It has nothing to do with a virus. In fact, every I've checked, every box of surgical masks quite literally says on it that it does not stop the transmission of a virus. Right. It's to prevent spit and miscellaneous particles from the dude's mouth from going into your body cavity and giving you a staph infection. So what is it that made people believe that masks stop the transmission of the virus when the instructions on there clearly say they don't stop the transmission Because the instructions the are wrong and the media is right. Well, and then like it reminds me, it's kind of funny because that thing on the box kind of reminds me of the shampoo bottle, you know, wash, <laughs> rinse, repeat. Uh-huh. Like... They have to put these things on here because people are idiots. And I have to wonder, like, <laughs> what the heck is going on? Because suddenly everybody's on the bandwagon of you have to protect other people's health. You have to protect other people's health. You have to protect other people's health. And it's like, 
there's this assumption that every single one of us is carrying the COVID-19 virus around in our body, passing it out to everybody because we're not protecting other people's health. You know what? Sitting here thinking about what you're saying, and I can almost understand the lunacy of society in a country like Canada, where everybody is collectively paying for everyone else's health care. It makes more sense there. But here, not a single person pays for my health care. I pay for my health care. Yeah. And you pay for your health care. And not you specifically. This whole craziness about, you know, all of a sudden, that's the narrative. And it's like, people say stupid things like, um, you know, you, 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 shame on you for not being vaccinated. Don't you know that you need to protect the health of other people? Well, it's just a way to, like, bully you into doing what they want. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm the kind of person that the more you bully me into doing what you want, the far less likely it will be that I will do what you want. Right. Yep. And that isn't me being a child or being stubborn. It's just a reaction. I don't like being told what to do. We know this about you. And telling me I have to protect somebody's <laughs> health. All right. If there was logic to that, okay, I can buy into that. I can do whatever you need. But I kind of feel like by protecting our health, I am protecting other people's health. I'm not taking risks. I'm taking precautions. Jiminy Crickets, man. I even wear a damn mask when we go through a drive through window. I know. And you don't grumble about it anymore. I just do it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think these masks are ever going away. I honestly don't. Not, and if they do, not for a long time. Like, they're here to stay. That's nice. I'm not wearing one for much longer. And what's, what's intriguing to me, and I mean really intriguing to me, is the fact that, you know, private sector, now, you know, they want people to be vaccinated. What are the, you know, I, I don't see how this would stand. I you think it's going to end up going to court. If, let's say you go to Ralph's and Ralph says, show me your vaccine passport. And you're like, I don't have a fucking vaccine fat passport. Sorry, you can't shop here. I think it's going to end up in a lawsuit because... Yes, you have a right to refuse service to people, but I don't think you have a right to demand all your customers be vaccinated. They don't have a right to demand your medical records. It's actually pretty fucking accurate. You know what I found out that was interesting about that? This HIPAA thing, it only really applies to healthcare providers. But nobody has a right to demand your medical records. Well, and this is the thing. This is kind of the slippery slope that I see. And I mean, I would like to talk in another episode about vaccine passports. So let's not belabor this point too much. But but since you brought it up, it's a very you good point that you but but you brought up the part about not being able, not demanding it. Right. Well, I, I agree with you. But here's what they're trying to say. Their claim is that, well, because you give it to the airline, the restaurant, the concert hall, et cetera, that there's no violation because you willfully gave it. I'm going to take it a step further. They're requiring you to give it. Yeah. So how do I have any choice but to give it? Okay, now let's talk about this hypocrisy for a second because I just remembered something. Do you remember the very first time? No, second time I came to visit you before I moved here and we went to Disneyland and then on the same day as we were in Disneyland, there was that giant measles outbreak. Yes. In Disneyland? Yes. Okay. So why, why doesn't Disneyland require you to have a vaccination passport for the measles, an archaic virus that has killed way more people than COVID ever will and ruined people's lives, but they haven't been requiring that vaccine passport. So F you for require, trying to require this one. 
Well, right, but but like I've yeah, been trying to resolve the conflict there of I showed you willingly my passport, but I didn't really show you willingly my passport. I had to make a choice. Do I want to go to the concert or do I want to miss the concert? And if I want to go to the concert, I have to show you the passport. And then you're going to claim I showed it to you willingly. But that's like saying I stuck a gun to the back of your head and said, we're going to have sex. And then you say, okay, okay. And you take off your clothes and you get on the bed and we have sex. Did you willingly have sex with me or did I force you? I think the answer is pretty obvious. I forced you. And people should never force anyone to do anything. Force is a bad thing. I've said it with kids. You know, when they want, when they are in sports, I refuse to force them to go to practices. I don't think it's, the idea of vaccine passports has any teeth because businesses will lose half of their customers. Well, have you heard that the United States government is going to leave it up to the private industry? And you're right. They're going to have to, they're going to have to think long. There's going to be some interesting conversations in the boardrooms around this country because can you imagine if Target required you to have a vaccine? I would never go passport? there again. Walmart would be my place to shop. Sorry. Well, yeah, you'd you'd the free market will really become a powerful thing if and when this becomes something. I think businesses like Disneyland because they don't have a comp- any competition, and and maybe some of the higher end airlines. I think that's what's going to require it, and I don't care because if they're going to be like that, I won't go there. Well, and you know what it tells you? It tells you that they don't feel like they need you. Right. You're not important. They can right. do without you. But here's the thing. Which is fine. And the proof of that is American Red Cross, where you go and donate blood. They will never require a vaccine passport. You know why? Too many they want people, your blood? Too many people won't donate blood, and there's always shortages. They give no barriers to donating blood. They will even still take your blood if you wrongly answer some of the questions in the questionnaire beforehand. Because there's a chance that you aren't infected. Well, they, they just test do extra everything. tests. They test everything. Yeah. And because people lie on those things. Yeah, they test everything. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, like bottom line, the the bottom line is that the American Red Cross needs your blood. And because they need your blood, they're not going to put barriers up for you to do that. And here's what will probably happen. A company's gonna come out and they're gonna demand that you have a vaccine passport or proof that you've been vaccinated and people are just going to say F you and not shop there. Right. And before long, they'll reverse that policy because of that. Now, I mean, like the mask thing, okay? I think Costco came up with the best solution. People like like you have said that they have a hard time breathing wearing the mask. Uh So rather than be like, oh, please, that's ridiculous, like most people do, Costco said, okay, I hear you. But you're going to come in with a face shield instead. Whatever. Now, I've never worn one of those, but I'm going to tell you that I suspect they're worse than a mask. <laughs> because a big old sheet of plastic in front of your face. I think they're probably more can't, claustrophobic. Can't but, be cool. But the cool air can still come in. I don't think it does, though. I don't know. I'd have to try one. It wraps around your face looking. on the sides and then it goes down by your chin. I don't think it, I don't think it works as well as people think. But my point is they came up with an alternative so they could still service those customers right so anyway. i really think you know you want to know what i think might be the only like fair solution to all of this what somebody i mean and i know it exists because last year when the nba playoffs were held in the bubble in florida they had some kind of test that was virtually instantaneous uh-huh. that's what they're gonna need they're gonna need something like that where you they'll replace the metal detectors in grocery stores with a COVID detector. 
no, that doesn't work that way. You have to actually like stand in front of the thing and like, oh. you know, get a quick test. But I'm talking about like for concerts, sporting events, airlines, trains, uh-huh. Greyhound bus. I think that they're going to have a place when you show up. Part of your check-in process at the airport is going to be, be part of a TSA. rapid COVID test They'll to make, make sure... Good. Yeah, to make sure that you're good. You got to walk through that scanner thing where you put your feet on the feet and you put your hands up and then they scan your face. Or they'll just manipulate that thing. They'll swab your mouth or something. Or they'll just manipulate that thing so it detects the COVID while it's scanning your metal. They're going to find something. It's going to be the only solution because to me, that would be okay. That actually would be beneficial because you're going to find out if you have it. But you're also going to know that when you go there, nobody in that place has it because they've all been turned away. So I don't see the harm in that, but like making me carry around my vaccination records and show you is ridiculous. I mean, people don't want smallpox and they don't want malaria and they don't, you know, and they don't want measles. They don't want any of that stuff. Right. But they don't make you bring your vaccination records to prove to them. You've been vaccinated against that stuff. Oh, and by the way, did you know, did you know, that if you don't want to take the COVID vaccine, then now you're labeled an anti-vaxxer. Nice. I've had every other vaccination except HPV because it was weird when I was a kid. Anyway, I've had every other vaccination, but now I'm an anti-vaxxer because I don't want the right. COVID vaccine that was rushed through production. Interesting. So, All right. And I, and I got called up by this guy called me, um, told me I was full of shit. And then I told him I'd rather be full of shit than a dumbass like him. And then he came back and said, well, you keep drooling, you anti-vaxxer. And then I responded back with, well, I have all my teeth, so I don't have to drool, but you're a different story. Jeez. Wow. So on that fun, interesting, weird note, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.